Hello, and welcome to the What If It's Not Depression podcast. Whether you're here to learn about the root causes of depressive-like symptoms, wanting to know more about alternative solutions, or you're a biohacker looking to optimize your mental health and brain, this podcast is for you. I am Dr. Achina Stein, and I will be your host on your journey to resolving depressive-like symptoms and optimizing your mood. You're listening to the What If It's Not Depression podcast, hosted by Dr. Achina Stein. It's not that life isn't going to happen. Life is going to happen to all of us. But who are we being in the face of adversity is everything. The power is within you, but it's starting with how you think. Well, if you keep focusing on not enough, you're going to have the experience of not enough. And then health and happiness will be very difficult. If we're not focusing on ourselves first, we can't help those that we love. Changing the trajectory of your life when you invest your time, energy, resources in yourself, you are your best return on investment. Unless she allows herself to move into a conversation of yes and versus yes but, she will stay in a life of struggle. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Achina Stein for uh, another episode on What If It's Not Depression vodcast. I am really excited about the person I'm going to be interviewing for you. And I have so many patients who work with me that get so far with all of the issues that they're dealing with in terms of diet and movement and sleep and fixing their gut and at some point they get to a place where they hit a wall and they're kind of plateau or they just feel like they're just grinding their wheels. And it's like, what is going on with me? And if you really look deeper on a deeper level, what we sometimes come to a place is this feeling of not feeling worthy or not deserving, or even feelings of self-hatred. And so Carrie, Tepidino is a global leader in women's personal development, focusing on mindset mastery, emotional intelligence, and self-love. And I think it's so important for us to hear this because if those kinds of things don't change, you're not going to be able to move forward. uh, But I want you to hear from her about how she supports women in challenging their self-defeating behaviors and overcoming post or past traumas (laughs) and fears to create a life of true happiness rooted in self-love. She's going to talk about her perfect health mastery, awaken and discover your sacred self programs that have supported thousands of women on up-leveling their lives in all areas, including physical, mental, and emotional health, relationships, and professional careers, finances, and more. So stay here and watch this all the way to the end. You're going to love it. Welcome, Terry. I was going to say Terry. Welcome, Terry. I don't know why a lot of people call me Terry. They put that first letter of my last name in my first name. It happens all the time. Um, I actually have an aunt, Terry, so that's actually funny. But uh, (laughs) hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here. And thank you for that 
that glowing introduction. And you're spot on, uh, Gina, Dr. Stein, you're, you're spot on in regards to, we can address our nutrition, our exercise, the protocols that you're giving, the protocols that our peers are giving. We can, we can do all that. And that's really important. And hand in hand, what goes along with that, not replaces that, but what goes along with that is what is happening with your personal development work? You know, what is that inner conversation? Where's your mindset? Where's your emotional mastery and, uh, and your relationship to yourself? Because in the world that we live in today, which has been a crazy wild world the past year and a half, but in the world we live in, there's going to be adversity. You know, there's going to be, whether it's pandemic or your car gets a flat tire or your tech on your computer doesn't work or whatever (laughs) there's adversity and it's not it's not that life isn't going to happen life is going to happen to all of us no matter what your age your economic status your brilliance your you know like all all of that like life happens but who are we being in the face of adversity is everything and who are we being to celebrate our life not just get by the times that feel tough who are we being also to remember to celebrate how far we've come and the successes that we've had and reinforce to ourselves hey if i conquered that if i triumphed depression or if i triumphed anxiety if i triumphed stress once then, hey, maybe I can do it again. And then that maybe I can do it again starts to become more of a confidence level. Like I've done this before. I've triumphed this. I can do it again, right? And we build up the courage within women and the confidence within women to understand that the power is within you, but it's starting with how you think. Right. And that's what you were insinuating as well. Absolutely. Yes. And how to respond. To the yes. Stress, right. It's resilience. Developing resilience is really, really important. So, yeah, the the leadership starts from the top, right? Your whole right. body listens to what's going on from, you know, commander in control here, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and, yeah and I love that you say that. And so, let me. Can I speak into the word leadership really quickly? Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite words. So for our friends who are listening to this right now, you might think leader, well, I'm not a leader. I'm not in the workforce still, or I'm not leading a group, or I'm not in a management position. I'm retired. I'm a, I'm a grandma taking care of my grandkids or, you know, so I know we have people all across the board here. And even if you might not be the CEO of a business or a corporation or uh, leading a, a group at professionally, right. you are the CEO of your own life. And right. we all are. So yeah. that leader that Dr. Stein's talking about, that leader, we are all that. We all have a position of leadership within our lives. Right. And the question is, what are you doing with it? Right. No matter if you're 20 or 80 years right. old. Right? So let, there, and there's a caveat to this though. Because people will say, oh yeah, I, you know, I take care of everything. I'm organized and I, you know, everybody around me is really, really happy. And I do all the things that I'm supposed to do, want to do, et cetera, but they're not part of it. So the leadership <laughs> about everyone around them, their family life or their home life doesn't necessarily include them. They're put on the back burner right. and, and they're, and I think sometimes people 
put all their energies on everybody else because they don't want to think about themselves or they yeah. don't think that they deserve it. So right. you're the CEO of your mind, body, and spirit. Yes. And they are, have to be part of the whole program. <laughs> right. And not only have to be, so this is a mindset tweak, but we get to make sure they are. We are blessed. Like we are all blessed that we're actually in this conversation together right now. Right. And I know that this, this specific podcast right here, this interview is going to be a defining moment for at least one person who's listening to this right now. This is going to be a wake up call. And, and so also remembering like you didn't stumble upon this interview by chance, mm -hmm. like you're here for a reason. And all of our friends who are listening to this, there's a nugget here for you. The nugget for you might be different than the nugget for the next woman or the next person, but the one that's going to resonate with you, boom, let's take action on that right away. Let, let's not let this be one of the best podcasts or interviews that we've heard and do nothing with it, right? right? You get to breathe action into that. And I love what you said about, you know, so many people have put themselves on the back burner. It's like they forget to include themselves in that equation of health and happiness. But if we're not focusing on ourselves first, which is not selfish, right. if we're not, if we're not focusing on ourselves first, we can't help our children and our grandchildren right. and our spouses and our employees and our employers, we're right. just not capable, right? right? And I'm sure yeah. you see this in your patients. Absolutely. I always talk about how, you know, even your car needs gas in the car. Even your yes. cell phone has to have its battery charged. Yes. If you don't do those things, they are going to die. Right. <laughs> then, you know, right. We are no different. Exactly. <laughs> We're no different. I mean, we might last a little bit longer because we keep pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves. But at some point, right. your body's going to say, nope, not going to do it anymore. Right. Right. So. Right. Commander in chief here right. <laughs> has to listen to that and pay attention. And so sometimes I have people who come into my practice when they're at that point. Right. But that shift has to be made in terms of caring for yourself that it's not just getting back to doing the same old, same old. It's right. figuring right. out how to do it so that you can maintain and sustain yourself and it really does come down to self-love and self-nurturing and putting your oxygen. That's, there's a reason why they say to put your oxygen mask on first, right? right. Before you help anybody else. Right, exactly. And, uh, and so, you know, we have this cup that we fill for our self-care and our health and our happiness. And oftentimes like that cup gets depleted, but what we want is we want that cup to be so overflowing that you're giving to others from the saucer that cup is sitting on, right? right? There is enough, there is enough time in the day for us to include our self-care. There is enough time in the day for us to do that and support those that we love. There is enough resources in the world. There's enough health for everybody. There's enough of everything. We live in a very abundant world. But if we're looking at the world through the lenses of there's not enough, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money to invest in myself. I don't have enough 
support. I don't have enough knowledge. Well, if you keep focusing on not enough, you're going to have the experience of not enough and then health and happiness will be very difficult. So really coming at this as, okay, the solution that I'm looking for is already an escrow for me. Like that solution that I'm looking for is already there. It's making its way to me and I get to be open. I get to have an open heart and an open mind to be able to hear it and then receive it. Just like this conversation right here, right now could be that big wake up call for a lot of our, our friends who are listening. And, um, and then, you know, really like, what is that first and next step that you get to take if you feel like you've been stuck in a rut and you feel like, you know, I wake up and I'm not energized and I keep, you know, I just keep slamming the alarm clock and I don't get out of bed. And maybe you're feeling a bit of stress and worry and depression. And maybe you've been in that place for a while. And, and it's like, okay, so then how do I get out? Right. Because I think that's a hard place to be. Absolutely. Do you have a lot of, a lot of your patients or clients that are coming to you in that place right from the get-go, I imagine? Oh yeah, totally stuck and spinning yeah. their wheels because, and they've gone from doctor to doctor to doctor and not really being given any solutions that make sense right. to them, you know, other right. than offering a medication or psychotherapy and, and, and they might do those things, but mm -hmm. they don't work, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. They really don't work. Yeah. So tell us about what your system is that you offer. Um, yeah. Give us more details about that. Well, the system that we like the foundational system that we, we have created our proprietary system is called the sacred self system. Mm -hmm. And um, even though we are, you know, men and women, but I work specifically with women, even though we are women living in a very worldly world, we are definitely sacred like there's a spiritual aspect to all of us right and we're holistic beings we're not just physical beings we're holistic beings mm -hmm. and that includes the physical mental emotional and spiritual aspects of us and so the sacred self system is a system it's a five-step system to to help women really wrap their minds around because our i study the brain a lot i'm i geek out on the brain i love studying the brain and our brains, our minds want to hook into something and so that it can make sense of what we're, what, what we're asking ourselves to do. And so the sacred self system is a five-step system. Step one is mindset mastery. Step two is emotional mastery. Mm -hmm. Step three is relationship to self. Step four is becoming and staying present. And then step five is sustain the transformation, just like you just said. Mm. And, um, and that fifth step is super important. A lot of people, a lot of programs, authors, speakers that talk about uh, similar subjects forget that, that last step. And I feel like it's, it's like the most important step because we don't want to band-aid the situation. We really want to teach you skills. We want to give you strategies, tips that are proven, have worked for thousands and thousands of women before, before our friends here. And we want it to become, this is who I am now. This isn't some short-term fix. It's not some magic pill. It's not some band-aid that's right. going to bring some relief. Relief is really nice, but bring relief for a short period of time. We want to help you shift who you're being so that you have that confidence in yourself and so that you really do know that 
you're, you're changing the trajectory of your life. When you invest your time, energy, resources in yourself, you are your best return on investment. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and then, so what's the first step? What do people need to do? Okay. So the first step in the sacred self system is mindset mastery. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as I speak into the five steps of the process, it might be like, okay, well, that's, that sounds easy. It's like, well, it's, it might be simple, but it's not always easy to Uh apply. And that's why accountability, that's why community is, that's why very good mentorship is very important to this process. So you want the right strategies in the right order and you want the right people around you or success is very, very hard to come by. Right. And I imagine it takes practice too. It's time. I mean, it's it's, (laughs) right. That's the hard part. Yeah. I mean, we didn't get, we didn't, so when we, I've hit a rock bottom before and I didn't hit rock bottom overnight. It took, you know, but I was there for a while and I didn't get out of it overnight. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it takes consistency and the thoughts that we're thinking every day are influencing the emotions that we have every day that are influencing the actions that we choose to take. The consistent actions become our habits and those daily habits are absolutely 110% affecting the results that you have in your life right now. The Mm -hmm. state of your body, the state of your relationships, the state of your bank account, the state of the room you're sitting in, it's affected all of that. So we are the source of results that we're getting in our life right now. And we're the source of all the results we're not getting, right? Which is hopefully an empowering thought to our friends, not a you're doing something bad. It's not about shaming or blaming. It's about empowering so that you understand like you you can have it all. And that first step is how are you thinking? right? If there's an inner toxic conversation going on all the time around, I'm not good enough. I can't, it's never going to work for me. It doesn't work for people like me. Um, I can't get healthy. This is my genetics. My whole family for generations has been sick. Like if that's the inner conversation, you are being more loyal to your disease. You're being more loyal to it not working out. So what we do is we go in right away and we start to set a different foundation Mm -hmm. in regards to how do you think? Mm -hmm. And if it's the glass is always half empty, then we really help them shift that to the glass is half full. And my glass is actually over, you know, it's, it's overflowing. One simple thing that they can do, because I, I like ha- giving people something to walk away with, is something that we've even just spoken about th- in this interview already. Right. Instead of have tos, I have to get better. I have to relieve my stress. You actually don't have to do anything. Right. We get to, right? We get to feel amazing. We get to take power, you know, get back into a position of power in our choices. And even beyond the get to, we're blessed to, we're blessed that we get to do this work. We're blessed that we found each other in this conversation right now. We're blessed that we have the awareness and this is in our space so that we can change our lives. So even that shift, because when we feel we have to do something, oftentimes we rebut, we kick back, we push back. You can't tell me what I have to do. Right. And so there's this little piece of us inside that's like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that because you're telling me I have to do it. But when we choose, when we opt in, that's powerful. Right. Absolutely. I always say never make any decisions based on shame, fear, guilt, or anger. You do it because you want to. 
Yes. And and so people sometimes make decisions based on certain emotions and, and you're right. There's this rebelliousness uh, that's unconscious or subconscious. They don't even know that they're doing it. So when you make it a choice, uh, and so some people is like, well, I don't have any choices about this. I, I, I have, I'm stuck with this. It's like, well, I understand that they're in pain and in distress. And, and it's kind of hard, you know, to talk about these things when people are feeling this way, but the conversation still needs to happen. Right. Still needs to happen about changing mindset as hard as it is, because sometimes people think that you're not being empathic. But, you know, yes, we know exactly where you're at, but the mindset is so important. And, and like you said, getting away from being the diagnosis that, and whether it's a mental uh, illness uh, diagnosis or, you know, mental disorder or physical disorder, sometimes people get so caught up in the diagnosis that they're not able to move beyond that. Right. You are not your diagnosis. I love that if I can share a quick story, a client story from yesterday, actually, I was on the phone with one of my clients yesterday. It's a woman who is wanting to do work with us. And, and so, you know, our programs are by invitation only. And, but I was talking to this woman yesterday and who's wanting to go deeper into this work with us. And she was just so digging her heels in to her story of, I can't. Yes, but. Yes, but. Yeah, yes, I want that but. And every time myself and one of our um, other coaches was on the phone with her, every time we gave her a solution, it was, it was a yes, but. Yes, mm. but I can't because. Yeah. And, and here's the truth about that woman. Unless she allows herself to move into a conversation of yes, and versus yes, but she will stay in a life of struggle, right? Until she becomes coachable, until she raises her hand and she says, you know, and it's just like what you were talking about, you know, yes, this isn't, this isn't the, the situation I'm, I chose and what am I gonna do with it from here? Versus yes, this isn't the decision I chose and I want out, but I can't get out. Right. Like those are two very, very different come froms. And the one with that has the yes, but like nothing changes from that place, right? It, it, you know what gets to happen? You get to be right. And right. it's like, yay, congratulations, you yeah. won. And stuck, right? You get to stay stuck, <laughs> right, you win. You get to be and, right. it's, and it's like, who, but who wants that, right? And so I think something that can help our friends here understand, like, because they might say, well, so, but then why do I keep doing it? Why do I keep staying in the rut? Why do I keep cycling through these beliefs? And there's usually three, one of three reasons or multiple of one of these reasons. Mm-hmm. After working with so many thousands of women, I have found it's, it's usually they want to be right. They want to look good or they want to stay safe. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And, and it could be a variation. It could be a hybrid of those. It could be something other than that. But these three, I see a lot. Mm. And so let's even talk about the depression, right? Let's talk about the diagnosis, mental diagnosis or depression, just to have an example. And so let's say that someone has uh, depression, but you are giving them all these great, like you gave them, you mapped out a great protocol. It includes coming to the believe event, it includes doing this mindset work. 
and it's mapped out like we're handing it to them on a silver platter do these things and you're going to find relief because you and i both know because we have thousands and thousands of hours under our belt working with thousands of different personalities and people we do know we have the proven the proven formula right and but they keep digging in and they don't want to shift and they don't want to change and we get curious and interested well what's really going on here why are you still staying in the the habits the patterns and the thoughts that you know aren't going to get you new results and perhaps we do some work with that person that woman and we discover even though she wants to change her life it feels scary to her because it's new and it's different and it's outside her comfort zone. And, and what if I, what if I give it my all and, and I stumble and I fall, or what if I give it my all and I'm more visible? What if I give it my all and I feel more vulnerable and I get hurt? What if I allow myself to love again and my heart gets broken? Right. I'd rather just not go there. Right. And so they would rather stay safe. Right. Right. Yeah, well, familiar, at least they are the familiar, it's familiar, basically, you know, at least, you know, what to expect, right, as opposed to grow. I mean, growing is uncomfortable. Growing is has to do with change and learning new things and being and encountering things that are unfamiliar. Right. Uh, and so you but you have to be able to go there and doing it with someone that you trust or a group that you trust is the best way to do it. Yes, absolutely. And you know, I was just led a one. So as part of our program, we do women's retreats, we do two as uh, part of the year. And I was just leading a women's retreat. And I was showing them a video, we did a whole training on change. And so I love that you brought up that word. Because what happens for a lot of people is they equate change, change equals pain. <laughs> right. And we did this whole training. And wow, the breakthroughs that happened were amazing. And it was like, well, what if Let's look on the other side of this. What if change, not that it's not always, it's not always gonna be easy and maybe it feels uncomfortable, but what if change started to equate opportunity for you, right? Right. And we started to really shift the perspective on that because until our perspective, until we're willing to even look at something a different way, mm -hmm. that door is gonna wanna stay closed, right? And I don't need people to throw wide open a closed door. I just need a crack to work with. Like, right, let's right. just crack, let's just give us a little bit of an opportunity and that's enough for me to work with. I'm good with that. Right. And, uh, and then from that place, you know, I can pour strength, I can pour wisdom I can pour belief in oneself into that person and it doesn't happen like you don't go from zero to a hundred overnight we just need to go like if it's a ladder you don't go from the bottom step to the top step right away we just need to go up one step at a time right one baby step is enough and baby step upon baby step like little steps oh my gosh all of a sudden you're at the top of the mountain baby steps work <laughs> they Absolutely. work right and right. that allows people to feel more safe with that safety conversation, it can, you, you can gradually come into this major breakthrough and major transformation in your life. And we can do it gradually. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be this massive big shift all at once. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's great. I think what you're offering is really wonderful. And I, I'm looking forward to telling everyone about it. What else would you like to share with our listeners here and that you think is really important to include today? 
So we focus on developing the woman because we develop the woman and because she's the common denominator in every aspect of her life, her health, her wealth, her love, her career. So when we focus on you, everything gets to go to the next level organically. Right. It's just how it happens, yes. just naturally. The domino and effect. It's the domino effect. It's the totally rebel- domino effect. I completely agree with you. I mean, these are the kinds of things that I talk about with my patients individually. And one of the reasons why I created the boot camp is because. Uh, and we talk about these very things, there's more power in the group because when you see someone who is being vulnerable in front of you and and then you think, oh, wow, I can do, they can, if they can do that, I can do that. And it just gives you permission and it it also creates a safe space. So there is, there's a lot that can be done in, in a group format. And especially when you're really drilling down to the emotions and the transformation piece and getting out of the chatter about diet and movement and sleep and, and just the thoughts. I mean, thoughts are part of it, but people don't spend enough time really, you know, really talking about emotions and moving that emotion, that energy around emotions and shifting it and really putting it where you want it to be. Everything else just follows. Right. Yeah. And there's actually quite a bit of research. Six years ago, it was Christmas. And I remember I was at my mom's house and I was sitting in her, in her kitchen. She comes in with the magazine, The Economist. And she's like, oh my gosh, Carrie, look, this is exactly what you've been saying. And she showed me there was a study there. And I think it was, it was um, by one of the universities. I'm sorry, I can't remember which one, but the university did a study it was a health program that they put people through virtual and virtual one, which is quite progressive at the time. And, and the people who had the most success were the ones that they would, how they categorized it, that did it with friends mm-hmm. and the ones that sustained their transformation, sustained their results from that study were the ones that did it with friends. Wow. And there's a lot of research in regards to doing this, like lone wolfing doesn't work. <laughs> it's very hard, but doing this work as a community in a tribe that is safe and I will say that's one thing we're very well known for is creating safe spaces and sacred safe spaces. Mm-hmm. We are very well known for it. I mean, people, women have said to us, I've shared more with you guys than I've shared with like my spouse who I've been married for 30 years. Right. right? And right. so, I mean, I hear this all the time. Right. So it's just, it's freedom. Yes. Right? And a purging. And a purging of all these things that have been burdening you and weighing you down, right? That you really need to create that space. Yeah. And let me say this. We have so much fun doing it. So it's not like this heavy, you know, like it's not like (laughs) Like we really, we have so much fun. It's crazy. I mean, we have my, the people who come to believe and our clients, I mean, they really do become like family. We all become like family and we've had women in our community, three, four, five plus years that then bring their sisters and their cousins. Like that's how our business has actually grown has been by word of mouth, Mm -hmm. which is huge, right? Because it means the work works. And then people want to bring their loved ones into the conversation because they want them to have a transformed life too. Right. Right. So um, super fun to do this work with families and people who know each other because then lineages, lineages right. change. Your children's lives change. Your grandchildren's lives change. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, it's, it's breathtaking. That's great. That's fantastic. 
we'll have to talk again another time, you know, and, and really get down and dirty in terms of, uh, you know, what brought you to this um, yeah. uh, place. I'm so interested in about your own journey and uh, how you came upon developing um, your, your whole system. Yeah, cool. And if anybody wants to know a little bit about my story, just go to the link that Dr. Stein's going to leave you. Um, she has a special link for her friends and family to come to believe. And there's a little bit on that page that just says about the host. And that'll help you understand like why I'm so passionate about this. Like I, I hit a pretty bad rock bottom mm -hmm. and um, it was uh, decades ago, but on the, this system was birthed from that place. And I just want to share with all of our friends and family, if I can move out of that place, so can you, no matter what your current age, your current size, your current diagnosis, economic status, professional status, whatever it is, if you have the right strategies in the right order and the right people around you, I promise you, you can make miracles happen because miracles don't happen to the lucky. Miracles happen to those with a vision and a commitment to that vision and consistent inspired action behind it. Right. And then all of a sudden you'll say, oh my God, it's a miracle. And it's like, <laughs> yes, and it's a miracle because we, we were strategic about bringing it into your life. Right. Very different. All right. Well, thank you for coming. I really appreciate your time. And I really look forward to um, the, the whole event and the transformations that you will be, make happen. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. I hope that you will join me in the future. If you are interested in working with me, please go to www.achinasteindo.com to book a discovery call. There you may also download for free the first three chapters of my book. I hope my work enlightens you, gives you hope, and moves you forward on your journey to a better mood and fulfilling life.